0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Art of Becoming. This is Paige, as most of you know, and I am just so excited to hop into our second episode together. Um, Before we hop into this topic, which is a hot one, it's one that's really close to my heart, and I will just be honest and say that nothing I talk about on this podcast will not be close to my heart, and so... I'm going to probably preface this by saying it's close to my heart, but just know that everything I share on here is close to my heart, and that's why I'm recording, that's why I'm posting, that's why I'm sharing, just because I feel like it's something I want to share with you, but it's hopefully something that you will benefit from as well. So before we jump into today's topic, I just first and foremost want to say, oh my goodness, I am so blown away by the amount of support and kind messages and just so many kind words that I received um, this past week over the launch of my podcast, and I am just excited. It's a little daunting. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys and say that I know I have good things to share, but sometimes those things are not all the way processed in my head and so I have a couple topics that I wanted to start but I feel like I kind of need to solidify my own thoughts and feelings on the topics before I jump into them and I've also had some suggested topics um, come in from a couple listeners and so I'm just trying to navigate like what I should share, when I should share it, But regardless, I'm so thankful for the support that I have received so far, and I am excited for what's to come. So thank you for that. I'm sending you all a big hug. (laughs) Anyone who knows me personally knows I'm a hugger, so I'm sending you all hugs. But um, today, I want to talk about something that is close to my heart, and it is a religious topic, so if that's not something that... um, you're too fond about, go ahead and just skip this because this definitely is a Jesus topic. And um, it's something, again, like I said, that's close to my heart, but it's something that I think I'm, well, for many years, I was hesitant to talk about just because, okay, so I'll just hop right into it. For many years, I hid that I was a Christian and I don't really think that was explicitly said like I never if someone were to like flat out ask me like are you a Christian I would say yeah but I feel like in my heart I dumbed my Christianity down in a way just because I know that Christianity is a hot topic controversial religion and for I know the reason. It's like people have been hurt in the church. People have been given a faulty representation of what Christianity is. People have come in contact with Christians who are not walking rightly within Christ and are instead walking in um, hurt and bitterness and anger, maybe. And I think that Christianity as a whole, especially in a societal lens, has been given a bad rap. And so I feel like for many years prior to this, I have almost been, I want to be delicate with my words, but I've almost been ashamed to call myself a Christian just because the societal construct of what Christianity is, is not something that I want to associate myself with. And so moving forward with this topic, I just want to be very clear about what I mean or I guess define when I say that I'm a Christian and um, that just means that I'm here to be at the hands and feet of Jesus and most people know who Jesus is but Jesus is the Son of God and he was a perfect man he was flesh and God And he taught the world what it meant to love, but he also brought us peace and he brought us truth and he died on the cross for our sins so that we were able to go to heaven someday. And that's what I believe. And that's what I've constructed my whole life around now, obviously, that has more implications. That has some political implications. It has some life decision implications. That's not what I'm here to talk about. But what I am here to talk about is just my foundation on what I um, would classify a Christian to be. But also, I- I'm not here to get political. And my podcast is not going to be a political space because politics are so messy and I have a lot to say on them, but I am not about to share that with any of you. (laughs) If you want to hear my thoughts on anything political, let's get coffee, but I'm not about to do that on my podcast. So anyways, what I mean when I say I'm a Christian is that I love Jesus and I want to be more like him. And it's simply as simple as that. And so jumping into this, I just do want to say that because of the way society has viewed Christianity, I was very ashamed to be a Christian for many years. And like I said, I didn't explicitly hide it, but I knew in my heart that I was ashamed to be called a Christian. And I hid this because I knew that I have been hurt by the church and hurt has been caused within the church. But then also people who don't know Christians personally or don't know the teachings of Jesus or have only been in contact with people who have um, inaccurately portrayed what Christianity is, have been hurt. And so it's a very delicate, delicate place to be in. And um, I think as Christians, we have a very big job to uphold in redeeming what Christianity means. And obviously, we are not saviors, but I think we do need to very carefully be um, claiming the name of Jesus in accuracy, but also in confidence. And that's what I want to talk about. So if you are a Christian, I believe that you need to confidently be living in truth. And this isn't the kind of truth that is only true to you when it's comfortable or when it's safe for you to share with others. And I was kind of prompted, I guess, in my heart to share this um, topic and kind of some thoughts surrounding this topic because um, every Saturday morning I meet with a dear group of my friends and we actually walk around a river um, that's local and we talk about Christ and it's been such a sweet, sweet place and just um, conduit of community for me. But Right now, so we talk about Christ, but we also kind of talk about a topic. So right now, we're walking through Ephesians, and this week we are walking through Ephesians four. And I was reading, kind of prepping, because tomorrow is Saturday, and so we're gonna have our group and talk about this passage together. And I was reading Ephesians four, and I couldn't help but feel so convicted, but also proud of the growth that I've gone through um, while I was reading this verse. So I'm gonna read from the message. I know that. Maybe that's controversial, but I looked up a lot of different versions for this passage and I felt like the message was just, it was the one that really hit home for me. So Ephesians 4, 14 through 16 says, No longer are we accepting prolonged infancies among us. We will not tolerate babies in the woods, small children who are easy to mark as imposters. God wants us to grow up. (laughs) Ugh. So we're going to talk about that. God wants us to grow up. He wants us to know the whole truth and to tell that truth in love. He wants us to be like Christ in everything we do. He wants us to take lead from Christ, who is the source in everything we do. He wants us to keep our step within Christ. He is the breath and blood that flows through us, and he nourishes everything we do so that we will grow up to be healthy in God and robust in his love. And first of all, I'm a words girl. And so that was just so beautifully written. But second of all, after I read this, I really took a step back in my soul and I just reflected on all of the times that I had stayed quiet because it was convenient for me or I even dumbed down my Christianity simply because I thought it was easier than living out the truth. And again, I think that all stems from the societal lens. But what I just want to share before I kind of dig into this really deeply is that God is not the church. And as Christians, we need to make sure that we're not modeling the church, but we're actually modeling Christ himself. And I think that when humans try to model an earthly fixture, which is the church, that's when we get into trouble because we're not looking at the source like uh, this passage said, we're not looking at the source. We're not going to the source for everything we're due. We're looking to the church. And that's when we get in trouble because the church, even though it strives for holiness, is not a perfect construct. It is a societally man-made construct that we have made to channel Christ, but it is not Christ. And so if you've been hurt by the church, if you've been hurt, by people in the church, if you've been hurt by a Christian, I first just want to speak to you if you are even listening right now and say that I'm sorry because we are humans. Christians are humans just like anyone else. (laughs) And even though we follow a perfect maker, even though we follow a perfect example, we do not have the capacity to be perfect. And so I just want to say sorry, because I too can sympathize with your hurt. I have been hurt deeply by the church as well. And so I understand where that hurt is coming from. And I have experienced hurt in my own life from fellow Christians. Um, But that hurt is wrong. And that hurt is not, not the hands and feet in Jesus. And it also is not the heart of the Lord. And so I just want to reiterate that like the church and anyone who has hurt you, who has called themselves to be a Christian is not God. We are humans. We are trying our best, but we are not God. And so I'm just sorry for that. But I also just want to say that because of that hurt and because of the things that Christians have done in the past, it's tainted our names as Christians. And so now, I mean, because of that tainting issue, but even before that, being a Christian is going to be controversial and it is controversial. I mean, just look at Jesus's life. Was he comfortable? Absolutely not. Was he accepted by anyone? Not really. He had 12 disciples. He had 12 friends and one of those friends a lot well not all of them were his friends for the whole time so anyways um but as i look at jesus's life he was surrounded by peace and first and foremost he was eternally throned and so this i think is just a, such an extravagant example to us in realizing that We need to be eternally minded and we need to remember to put our eyes on the Lord and to not deviate from that. Because when we look at men, we are going to feel shameful. We are going to feel ashamed. We are going to feel little because Christianity as a societal construct, again, is not ideal. It's, it's hurtful. It's bitter. It's angry. And so, I just, I just really would encourage you if you're a Christian and you're struggling in this way, if you're hiding your Christianity, if you're ashamed of your Christianity, don't be because you follow the Lord. You don't follow Christianity. And so that just is really an encouragement for you to be bold in the way that you speak and confident in the things that you believe, because we are not here to agree with everyone, but we are here to spread love and In this way, it's like if love is really the heart of the Lord, then we need to be sharing the heart of the Lord. Now, I'm not giving you or permissing you to be a staunch Bible-beating crazy person. No. (laughs) But I do want this to be an encouragement to your heart and just letting you know that you are allowed to full-heartedly believe in your truth and biblical truth because you have experienced truth firsthand. And God is real to you and I believe that your life should be an evidential piece of God's grace and peace in your life so if God is real for you speak up don't let people's hurt don't let people's judgment keep you from being bold and if God is real to you don't make him just a whisper in your life make him part of your voice stop living in shame and start living in freedom. And like this piece, the shame and freedom piece is so big. And I just want to ask you the question, and I know you can't respond, but I just want to ask you like, why do you feel shame? And why do you feel like because of a man's opinion or a man's judgment on you, you need to minimize God in your life? And I just, I'm thinking right now of the passage in Galatians 4, which basically says that shame is the opposite of freedom. And we are not called to shame. We are not called to captivity. We are called to freedom. And when you really kind of condense shame down, it comes down to two things. It makes you feel small, and it also makes you feel defensive. But freedom allows you to walk with a clear conscience and a head full of grace. And I just want to like say shame is the thing that keeps you captivated as a captive, as a prisoner of sin. But freedom calls you a child that has been removed from fear and embraced in the loving arms of the Father. So there's the connection there, like if you are hiding, if you are shameful of being a Christian. That I, I just, I'm going to get real and convict you right now and say that I don't think you're realizing the totality and the realness of the Lord because God is bigger than your fear. And if your fear is found in shame, if your fear is found in man's um, thoughts over you, that's so minuscule in comparison to the Lord. And I just, I look at it like when we hide God, we're actually feeding our shame, but because God is in our lives, we can't help but sing freedom. And I just look, I I am too thinking of this comparison of like the light and dark, like when light enters a room, we can't help but watch the darkness flee. And so why are we continuing to make God small? Why are we muting our mouths from his truth? And what kind of shame are we holding on to because of these things? Because the darkness is bound to shame. And so when we live in Christ, we're actually subsiding our fears and we're able to live unashamedly for him. Confidence fills our voice when we live in Christ. But when we're removed from Christ, I think that's where the judgment piece comes in. That's where the shame piece comes in because man loves to identify themselves to humanity. Man loves shame and man loves making ourselves feel belittled and dark and alone. And we love to wallow in the shadows because when we are living in our humanity, we are removed from light. And I think too, when we live in our humanity, we're looking to ourselves for freedom and we're looking to ourselves for identity and we're looking to ourselves for glory and we are never going to feel those things apart from the Lord and so if we're feeling shame we need to redirect that shame to the Lord and every time you know you feel that shame realize that you are actually allowing yourself to feel further and far further Away from the Lord because shame has no place in the Lord and freedom is the Lord's birthright. And so today I just really want to challenge you to view why you're feeling shameful, but also to know that your testimony is your heart. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, when you say, oh, give your testimony, it's like you just kind of give a rundown of like, oh, you know, I was saved here, here, here. But it's like your testimony is an ongoing journey. Your testimony is your heart. Your testimony is your life. And that testimony is also the things that make you a Christian. And so next time you say you're a Christian, be careful, just because I think societally, there is a stigma, but also know that your love and the Lord's Spirit is going to outweigh any hesitation, any fear, any shame that you're feeling. And the Lord is going to transcend. So, the way I look at it is you are called to speak boldly, you are called to proclaim, and you are first and foremost called to always accept the name of truth and be true to the one who's brought you here. And in return, the Lord is going to do what he's going to do. Like that is out of your control. All you're called to do is show up and to be true to the Lord. And so with that, peace will come to you because you are living unashamedly in what you know is truth. And also, I I believe too, if you're really speaking to someone who authentically just wants to know who you are, that judgment will be removed because your testimony, your heart will be an overlying factor. Like someone will see your heart more than they will your title. (laughs) And so that just goes to show too, that like you need to really be working on your heart and you need to be challenging your heart and refining your heart and filling your heart with good things. Because like the cliche saying says, people will remember how you made them feel, but they won't remember really what you said. Now, unless it's like terrible, so don't say terrible things, but your heart is your testimony. And so as you go out in the world, make the Lord your heart and people will fall in love with the Lord because of the love that is full of you. People will know a difference in you. You don't have to hide that you're a Christian. You just have to be the Lord's hands and feet. And so I feel like I'm rambling. I hope this all made sense because sometimes when I speak, I feel like I'm a little jumbled and my direction is a little fuzzy, but I'm working on it. This is only my second podcast. I hope I get more of a cohesiveness as things go on. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to my heart. Thank you for listening to just my spirit as well, because I feel like this really is a place for me to not hide my Christianity and to not hide my spirit and to not hide the Jesus that is inside of me. So thank you for listening to that. Thank you for supporting me. And I appreciate you all. I hope you all enjoy this and you have a wonderful week I'm praying for you all and sending you another big hug because I'm a hugger. <laughs> so thank you i don't know how to close this and so i decided i'm just going to say goodbye so goodbye